How do dreamers, thought leaders, paradigm shifters change the world? They have to ask themselves this one question. Am I willing to chase my dreams? If you want to know how to push the boundaries of your influence, impact the world, and live out your God-given dreams, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Passion and Prestige podcast. I am your host, world changer, dream chaser, and all-around nice guy, Teron Nolan. I am so glad you are with us today because today we are talking about dignity, something that each and every person deserves. So let's talk about it. They just want to knock you off the top, but I ain't going to drop till I say so. I learned the greatest lesson about dignity in a Wendy's restaurant. Every Wednesday evening, me and about 30 other college students would meet up and put on a church service in the dorms. These were some of the best times for me and really solidified my relationship with God. After each Bible study slash church service slash hangout, we would head over to the local Wendy's. For a college student, Wendy's was everything. It was fancy enough that you felt special walking through the doors, but not too fancy where you felt out of place. Plus, the amount of food you could get for five bucks was unbelievable. As we walked up to Wendy's, I noticed a homeless man standing out front. He was young, maybe in his late 20s, maybe early 30s. He was dirty and smelled like he had been baptized in booze. I've always been afraid of homeless people. When I was seven years old, I had a negative encounter with a homeless man that I have never been able to shake. My mom picked me and my sister up from Miss Peterson's daycare center after school. It was about 5.30 or 6, and around the time of the year when the evenings are dark. My mom realized that she needed some essentials like bread and milk, eggs, things like that, so we made a quick stop at the local 7-Eleven. As soon as we pulled into the parking lot, I knew this was a bad idea. Standing right in front of the store were two homeless men, tattered clothes, and huge 40 ounces of Old English. To this very day, every time I see a bottle of Old English, I just want to smash it. Even though I was a young boy, my spidey senses were on high alert. My fight-or-flight response was revved and flashing, run away, run away, this is not a good idea. As my mother got me and my sister out of the car, the two men started to hoot and holler the way drunk and obnoxious people do. Girl, you look good. Woohoo! Come over here, purple. I distinctly remember to the very detail what my mother was wearing that day. It was a purple dress suit and high heels. You know, this was back in the late 80s, so shoulder pads were what all the women were wearing. I remember my mom looked beautiful. And with those shoulder pads, she kind of reminded me of a princess slash linebacker. Sorry, Mom. My mom quickly ushered me and my sister in front of her and hurried us along. As we got closer to the door, the drunk men became more loud and bold. 
I could see that my mom was scared, but she didn't want to show it. She was trying to tuck it away in that secret place all mothers have. I was terrified. I kept thinking, what would Wolverine do? He would activate his superpower and slice those bastards in two. But I was not Wolverine. I was a terrified little boy. I couldn't understand how a grown man could be so disrespectful to a woman, especially in front of her children. We got inside of the 7-Eleven safely. It was a short-lived relief, though, because waiting right outside the door were the two homeless guys, and they looked ready to make their move. I remember there was an older gentleman in front of us. He was African-American and looked like he could have passed as my father. I desperately wanted him to notice that we needed help. I wanted to shout in the middle of 7-Eleven, someone, anyone, save us from the monsters outside. But I didn't. I kept my mouth shut, and I listened to my fear. Walking back to the car felt like walking through a zombie-infested graveyard. The homeless men were shouting their obscene remarks. Most of them I didn't understand, but some snuck through my innocence and felt like burning darts. I remember my mother putting my sister in the car first. That small gesture sent shockwaves through my little seven-year-old body. My mama needs me to protect her from the bad men, but I couldn't. I was afraid. My mom got me in next. Then, like a ninja, raced around the car and dived in. In a moment that still causes rage to race through my body, the bad man and the drunkest one grabbed the door handle and tried to get into the car. Luckily, my mom had locked the door just fast enough to keep the monsters out. My mom looked back at me and said, Don't tell your dad about this. Dignity is the state of being worthy of honor or respect. It is as essential to human life as water, food, and oxygen. I cannot express the depths. Most people would rather die with dignity than live with disrespect. Regardless of your garden, every flower, no matter how bright or purple, deserves your love and respect. So why do we withhold dignity? We should be bold and give it freely instead of holding it discreetly because a flower cannot grow without watering it frequently. I believe the secret to dignity is understanding that the other person is just as worthy of respect as you are. Matthew was the name of the homeless man in front of the Wendy's that Wednesday evening. I knew his name because I asked. I looked him face to face and asked him to tell me his story. We sat for an hour and ate Wendy's hamburgers and french fries. He told me all about his life, how he became homeless, how he hadn't seen his parents in 10 years, and how HIV was slowly killing him. Before I left to go back to the dorms, I asked Matthew if I could pray. He excitedly agreed, and as I went to bow my head, he reached out his hands and waited for mine. At that moment, caught off guard, I remembered the lessons I learned about dignity and realized that for Matthew, a touch from another person was the most powerful display of dignity ever. 
So I grabbed his hands, bowed my head, and prayed. That is dignity. So now that you're part of the Passion and Prestige tribe, I want to know what you think. I love hearing from my listeners. So if you wouldn't mind taking a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and tag us at Passion and Prestige on Instagram. And don't forget to go into your podcast app, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review and a five-star rating. This helps us reach way more people. Passion and Prestige Tribe, thank you so much. I will see you next week. And remember, chase your dreams until the dreams you chased become reality. Go change the world. They just want to knock you off the top. But I ain't going to drop till I say so. Till I say so. Because I say.